Hello there, near and far, and welcome back to another episode of the Healing Podcast. Um, my name is Yana, and, and to be honest with you, this is more of just, I would like to call it a healing journey, journal. Um, I can tell you right now, I don't have the answers. I barely have figured, I, I haven't figured out my own life. But I'm just trying to do something different by voicing everything and continuing to move forward um, as I navigate through my, my, my life. Just a month ago, um, if you were to ask me, I would tell you that I had everything that I've ever wanted. I had the perfect house in the perfect location in the forest. I moved out of my hometown where I relate to nothing but abuse and disappointment and sadness. I moved away, far away from there. Um, My children are thriving in peace and ease. I have animals surrounding me. I have the perfect job for right now that has me content and I had my chickens something that I've always wanted to experience and a dog and I also had for the first time in my life a perfect relationship in my eyes you see I come from chaos and I know I say this a lot but man You just have no idea, but I'm going to try to sort of paint the picture. I come from chaos. And so when you come from something that doesn't necessarily um, show you like goodness, then your expectations are really low. Um, My previous relationship, I was married. I got married young, had kids young. Um, I got into that because I was running away from, I was running away from my childhood. I was running away from my family, which would be, you know, my parents and, and while running away, I ran straight into a man who I trauma bonded with, who only later ended up doing the same thing that I was used to growing up. So my expectations were low because being called a bitch was so normal, felt so normal. Being hit felt so so normal. Being disappointed, being just belittled, felt so disrespected, felt so normal to me. And... When I finally, you know, analyzed, analyzed my life and wanted better for my children, I realized that that wasn't normal, but that still, I still didn't have any expectations on what kind of partner, what kind of relationship I wanted. And so I spent time, I I got a divorce and I spent time to myself. 
I spent two years alone trying to figure out, figure it, figure it out, and being there for my kids, trying to just rebuild my life. And um, lucky for me, I manifested a relationship that was perfect. It was everything that I never had. Um, fast forward four years later. Um, and that relationship had never been called out my out of my name. I've never been yelled at, never been disrespected. I was loved. Um, I had the emotional support. Um, and most importantly, it helped that relationship helped build my my expectations. So just a month ago, just to go back, and I'm sorry if I'm like going in circles, I'm just speaking from the heart. Just a month ago, if you asked me about my life, I would say that my life was perfect. I don't, I never need much. I never want much. Um, I just want better. I just want peace. I want ease. I want love. And I had that. Unfortunately, Fast forward to now, my life has been turned upside down again. I no longer have that relationship. I no longer will have this house come come May. I have to move back to Minnesota where all of my baggage and unhealed wounds are. I... I, I, I don't have my chickens anymore. I don't have my dog anymore. Everything has been stripped away from me. And I spent quite an amount of time crying about this, trying to go into, you know, self-analysis and figure out where I went wrong. And then also just trying to understand it. Um, now normally what I can say is that I love so hard. I really do. I feel so deeply and what comes along with that for me, and I'm sure it has everything to do with my unhealed wounds, is that I fear losing the good because I'm so used to the bad. So every time something goes good in the back of my head, I'm just holding my breath, just waiting for that to be taken away because that's what I'm used to. And so for the last four years, because things have been so good, I've had so much fear deep, deep down inside because I just knew and maybe that comes from me feeling like I'm not worthy. I thought I was past it, but maybe, maybe I'm still, maybe I still need to work on that. Maybe it comes from me feeling like I'm not worthy enough to have just a long period of goodness. But my worst fear has definitely manifested physically. And now I'm left here with everything 
stripped away from me. Now, what I can say is that this breakup was one of the healthiest breakups. It, there's no bad blood. Um, that man is still my best friend and I want nothing but the best for him. Um, but I also have to acknowledge that because it's so healthy, um, I have no room for anger and there's anger within me deep inside. Um, and so I can't lash out like I normally would. And I know that's toxic. And so that's what I'm struggling with. It's like, I feel like I'm on this emotional roller coaster where I don't want to let go of all of this stuff, all of the, all of this stuff. And, and as I say this, I also recognize that like, I'm basing my happiness on external things and people, you know, it's not coming from within and maybe that's the problem. Maybe that's the problem. Um, but all I can think about is there was this meme where there was this little girl who there was this little girl and there was Jesus and, and I may have said this before, there's this little girl and there's Jesus and this little girl um, no longer has like her favorite little teddy bear. And she's just like pleading and crying and to Jesus because she doesn't understand. She wants that little teddy bear. And all along behind Jesus back is the biggest teddy bear. And so that's what I feel like. It's like, I have so much resistance to letting go because it was, it just, this felt so good. This felt so good. And I don't want it to end. I don't want my feel good to end. But maybe that is just another distraction. You know, maybe all of these things and these people that make me feel good is just a distraction from me really taking the time to heal. Now, if I was in Minnesota, I would find a distraction, which would be weed. And every time that I felt something other than happiness or ease or being comfortable, I would turn to Mary Jane. Now, I'm not going to say that Mary Jane is bad because I definitely will advocate for that to the end. I think that it is a miracle, magical plant, but it is when you start to abuse it, when you start to depend on it, that is when it becomes harmful. And so what I think I've done is I traded in that for my relationship for all of the things that I have here to sort of bring me happiness when deep inside, as soon as that goes away, which is what God is showing me right now, I'm still unhappy. I'm still not all the way healed. I'm still wounded. 
So I find myself sitting here just realizing that I'm not the one in charge and it's time for me to surrender. It's time for me to surrender and to just flow with what God has in store for me. It's time for me to feel. It's time for me to feel all of the feels. Happiness, emotions in general are fleeting. We know this. They come, they go. Happiness comes and goes. Sadness comes and goes. It's just... It's always been a little bit harder for me because when I feel, man, do I feel, man, do I feel. When I feel happy, I feel happy. I feel so happy. And when I feel sad, man, do I feel so sad. And it's hard for me to look past that sadness. It's hard for me to just accept accept it, invite it in. And I know that discomfort doesn't come from the emotion itself. The discomfort comes from the resistance of the emotion. And so I surrender, I surrender, I give up. I give up on trying to be in control of my world. And I give up on just trying to fake it and trying to find distractions to make me and keep me happy. And I just wanna get to the bottom of it. So I wanna heal. So that I don't have to live my life in fear even when things are good. I don't have to fear that it's going to be gone. And once it's gone, like I'm going to have a breakdown or whatever. And so I'm going to feel this sadness. I've been feeling the sadness, you know. I've been dealing with it. I've been just going through the motions but as I go through the motions, I re- I'm trying to really sit with it. And I'm trying to also find the hope, you know, because I'm one of those people where like, if I let something fester in my mind, um, I can make it way more intense than, you know, it actually is. I can make it way more horrible than it actually is. And not only that, but then I beat myself up about it, you know, because man, did I try to be perfect in that relationship? And of course, like, of course I could never be perfect, but I damn for sure tried. And I tried to just pour so much love, you know, but that's the problem. That's not natural. I just need to be me. I just need to be me and, and flow, love, be me, you know, and what is for me is going to be for me. And so I I dropped the ball this time, you know, because I tried to be something, be more than I actually am, you know, and 
in the end, I lost everything. So what is the lesson? The lessons come from, the lesson is that I am capable of having the life that I've always wanted. I made it out here. I'm stronger than I think I am. I made it out. I am living the life that I wanted, even if it's about to be gone. I I lived the life for a whole year. I am capable of having a healthy, loving relationship. And God, am I so thankful for that man. Because of nothing, he just raised my expectations, you know? That's so important. And it's taught me that, like, with my kids, I need to make sure that their expectations are up to par, you know? Not not the bare minimum. Because they deserve it, and I deserve it. And I've had it, so I know that I can get it. Even if it's not, you know, this relationship, I'm so thankful for him. I'm so thankful for this experience in this house. The animals, the chickens, the dog. I'm so thankful for it all. I no longer, no longer going to try to be perfect. I'm not. I will never be. And as long as I try to, I will always disappoint myself. I will always disappoint others because it's just, it's just not possible. And I'm going to feel my emotions. I'm going to feel it through. I've also realized that I have attachment issues. Not only that, but I lose myself within my relationship because I try to pour so much into that relationship and I try to sacrifice that then it's no longer about me. I don't matter. And what that does is it leaves me empty. And then if things don't work out, it it makes it even harder for me because I have to find myself all over again. So I'm going to do the work. I'm going to heal. I'm going to find the love within myself that I need to make myself happy. It's just so hard when it's not even necessarily about me. It's just that I have the blood of my father, who is a pedophile, running through my veins. That's what I keep thinking about. And so because of that, it's so hard to also love myself.
but I've also realized that I'm capable of it because I'm so much closer to the kind of self-love that I've been striving for. I was worse, you know, like I was, it was so much harder four years ago. And maybe that's why I also get so dependent in relationships because when people love me and they teach me how to love me. And how bizarre is that, you know, looking at someone else to know how to love yourself. Now with my dad, um, I'm still stuck on how to work through that part because I don't forgive him. And he still hasn't told the truth. And and I haven't even gotten an apology. And I know people are going to say you have to learn to forgive even if you don't get an apology. But for me, it's just so hard. It's so hard. It's so hard. <laughs> because I'm so angry about it, you know? I I have gone through so much damage because of the actions of others. And I'm always the one to have to keep moving forward and just be peaceful and, oh, it's no big deal. I'm fine. And I'm not fine. I don't know how to work through that. I don't know how to look in the mirror and not see that man. People think that just because you get justice, just because a person goes to jail, like then everything is fine. And that's not the truth because the victim continues to live with the aftermath of what has happened to them. And if, and if the abuser is family, and other family is like in support of that abuser how do you how do you ever get over that i don't know it's been years for me and i'm just tired of it you know i want to i really do want to <sighs> what i do know is that i'm a good woman and i have a good heart to have the biggest heart and I have so many good qualities you know I have that and I have a future that is hopeful and and I think the first step for me right now is just in acknowledging and also accepting the fact that maybe my healing will be forever But that is something I'm definitely willing to go through if it means that I can get to a better version of myself. And so I want to start, this isn't even about the trauma that I endured this episode, but it, you know, it all 
it all goes back to that. It all goes back to childhood trauma. And I'm sorry, I'm outside. So if you hear cars, that's what it is. But it all goes back to childhood trauma. And so uh, I want to start talking more about the aftermath for survivors. What happens after the sentence, after the abuser is in jail? What happens when the abuser is a family member? Because I can't be the only one going through this. But for now, I just want to give thanks for everything that I've experienced, you know, everything I've experienced, even the bad, even the super toxic relationship before this last one, because it definitely, if I had not gone through that toxic one, who knows how much I would have appreciated this healthy relationship. I appreciated so much, you know, like I needed that so much. And I know it's sad to be like, oh man, for the first time ever, this person has never called me a bitch, but that was my reality. You have no idea. That was my reality. I've been called bitches my whole life. So I surrender. God, I surrender. I'm letting go even though it hurts. And I'm going to feel it. I'm going to cry every time. Even if that means multiple times a day. Every single day. (laughs) And I'm going to give thanks. I'm going to appreciate the experiences. The good ones that I've had. And I'm going to look for the lessons. I'm going to look for the lessons. Nothing is forever. Nothing belongs to me. Things are always changing. Emotions are fleeting. Healing takes a lifetime. Self-love can take a lifetime. But I'm hopeful because now I know what I'm capable of. Now I know what I'm capable of receiving and having. And so I'm thankful. I'm thankful for everything. I'm thankful. Even through my sadness, I'm so thankful. And I'm not going to beat myself up about it. I'm not a failure. I'm not a failure. Everything is going as it should go. As it's supposed to go. And now it's just time to let go and surrender. And heal. And feel. 
So here's to surrendering. I'll talk to you guys soon.